0: I am a sister,
1: I am a man,
0: I am a wife, I am a daughter, I
1: am Chinese, I am a son,
0: I am American, I am Asian, I am Canadian, we,
1: we are all jokes
2: and you are tuning in to the Bamboo Star Podcast.
1: everybody welcome to another episode of the bamboo star podcast i am john
0: i'm asunta
2: and angelina
1: and we are all jokesing. <laughs> and what is a joke you may ask well it is predominantly a term used to describe chinese people growing up in a western culture and clearly uh, we're here as Jok is trying to document and talk about various topics um, just to, you know, ha- share with the community, with our listeners, and to highlight a few different topics here and there. And for this week, we have...
2: Family! Fe- Family,
1: Family yeah. dynamics?
2: Family dynamics is the topic for the day.
1: Yep. So... I believe, I mean, in a lot of cultures, family may take a different stance. Um, And I feel like, personally, the Western culture, I guess, of family is somewhat contradictory or has a lot of, um, let's just say, conflict points with Chinese culture as well if you just take them as face value. So I feel like this actually might be a pretty interesting discussion to actually see how at least for us, uh, our family dynamics and how we grew up, and then maybe for us, as we're a married couple, me and Tuna, um, perhaps something for us to go on and to uh, maybe hopefully even better our family dynamics in the future. But let's always, you know, look back and see how we were raised, and perhaps uh, figure that out and go from there. So. Um, First off, let's talk about how this topic came up. Um, so, Tuna, you chose this topic for this week. So, let's say, uh, how did this come up?
0: Uh, it actually kind of spun off a little bit from the language, which was from our last episode. Because after we were done with our recording, I struck up a conversation, and I was trying to, I was saying how in Uh, at least in Chinese culture, I can't say for all Asian cultures, but at least Chinese cultures, we have different names for uh, different members of the family, like an actual kind of like a title. So for example, like aunt in English could be indicating your aunt from both your mother and your father's side. But in Chinese, that's like a completely different thing, like your mother's side uh, or your aunt on your mother's side is called uh by a different name than the aunt from your father's side and then we and then that kind of went into the whole family and the family dynamics topic oh
1: uh, okay. i see so very simple reasoning
0: Cool.
1: <laughs> so how about you like what do you what do you feel about family dynamics at least as a topic for now in a general sense,
2: um, family dynamics. What I was thinking was more mainly like how the inner workings of your family like relate to each other. For example, like, um, it, at least like I know for Chinese cultures and I think most Asian cultures, it's very. I think the term is patriarchy. Patriar- Patriarchal,
1: like male. Like, yeah, male yeah. So like the male know.
2: is the. Um, they're usually the house, like the leader of the household kind of situation. And I was kind of also thinking about like growing up, do I see that it's very, like, in my childhood, I don't think I found like our immediate family very patriarchal. If anything, I felt like our mom and dad worked pretty well together. But then, like, with our older like our grandparents generation or like them looking down at us it did seem a lot more patriarchal because they usually favor like the sons of the families and stuff and like we both know you definitely got away with a lot more shit sorry can i swear
1: well okay. <laughs> we can get a
2: lot shenanigans did, did i
1: <laughs> did i though
2: okay maybe you didn't get away with a lot of shenanigans but you definitely got more perks like grandpa would Usually, like, gift you more things than like our girl
1: cousins per se. Did I though? Did I? Cause I feel like, and then like, I, 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 feel got like, yeah, with with great goods and perks comes great Bradley responsibility. <laughs> <right>? <laughs>
2: I knew you were gonna say that. So, <laughs> That's to, true. to
1: some extent, like, yeah, I mean, fine. If we ro- go down this route of like a patriarchal thing, which it is, like in Chinese culture, it is very male. I guess male centric. Uh, yeah. especially if you even look at like chinese like culture in terms of like what from like the 60s se- 70s or whatever where they had like the one child rule and everyone was trying to have like boys and stuff right and then like but that's another story <laughs>
0: is that still a thing no no no, no it's they, not they the, looked at oh. uh, that um one child yeah yeah because
1: because china was having too many guys Right. yeah there's not enough
0: girls oh. <laughs> so but, there's nobody to marry
1: <laughs> um, but anyways but that's another story and we can totally t- touch on that topic uh, in like a culture sense but um, I think uh, yeah with being in a patriarchal or like um, I guess more like favored if you want to call it that um, it also comes with more responsibilities and more kind of expectations for like the male I guess is like oh, if you like don't get good grades, don't don't get certain like hit certain marks or fulfill certain kind of standards, I guess that are placed are, on you. Are you sure that's just
0: the males? Like
1: <laughs> you, you, you expected to achieve more to a certain extent, right? You- so it's like oh, you're like a failure kind of thing. Like you hold, I guess this this is a true fact of dynamic thing. It's like you know, you, you like feel qua kind of thing, like in a, in a sense. I feel like. In, in Cantonese is kind of like oh you're like a disappointment or like you're you're Wait. a failure. Oh,
0: like gà. You mean gà? Yeah. Yes. I yeah, was yeah. like, what are okay. you talking about? So, <laughs> Sorry. I... Example of jumping right here.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> it's um I feel like to that to a certain extent it's like if you don't live up to it you're in trouble kind of thing or you're you're like dishonor dishonor to your family
2: dishonor to your cow <laughs> yeah
1: dishonor to everything your ancestors your spirit so it's like like yeah like i feel like sure i got maybe perhaps preferential treatment if you want to call it that but yeah, to me maybe. i felt like there was also pressure in terms of like hey i need to make sure my life doesn't screw up or i feel like if i did mess up i felt like maybe it was instilled in me that was like oh it's a lot worse like i'm taking the family down kind of thing
0: okay but in that sense though was your family more strict on you because you were a boy in comparison
1: because you mentioned
0: responsibility
1: i I don't think it was ever explicitly stated but i think it's just the way i was grew up where people had like they like I guess when you grow up, right, they're like, oh, you're going to be, you're going to do great things. You're going to like, everyone says that. But I feel like I know, like in any family, good family, I think you should encourage your children to be better and stuff. But maybe perhaps in a Chinese culture, I mean, we'll probably get into this. I feel like there's a lot of comparison going on at times. And then it becomes oh, sure. like in the culture, in, in that Chinese culture, it kind of gets a little excessive sometimes, and then you see like how like certain times where perhaps you didn't do so well, it's not shared. And then, but when you do do well, it's shared like over the top. And then if you don't get sh- if you like don't, don't do so hot or something, then it's like oh no oh no oh, no no don't say anything like sweep it under the rug, hush 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 kind of thing, right? It's everything not everything is about face. Like yeah, so I feel like in that sense you when you grow up in that type of environment it becomes that kind of setting where it's like praise good and if shun you do bad, bad. It's, it's
0: like shun the bad I
1: it's shunned. it's not necessarily it doesn't become i feel like in the western culture maybe the western culture it becomes very um perhaps like they celebrate not celebrate but they take the disappointments or like the kind of negatives and they try to um turn it into a way where it's very positive or very like, um, what do you call it? Um, you
2: take failures as learning
1: opportunities. Yeah, 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 As something that's like, they encourage it to a certain extent where it's like, oh, you failed, but hey, you can learn something out of it. Whereas in Chinese culture, it's like, like oh, you failed, failure get out is of my face.
2: <laughs> yeah, failure is unacceptable. Right. Do better. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah,
1: I feel like that's, that's kind of, I feel like, it, to a certain extent, that's, like, if you go hardcore Chinese culture, I feel like that's kind of what I was raised on, to a certain extent. But, of course, the Western side of things made it, let's say, easier. <laughs> um, yeah, to a I feel
2: like growing up, we were not raised, like, super traditional in the sense of we follow traditional like I guess holidays and stuff but it wasn't like our parents were never super strict on us it wasn't a like you would get the talk if you got bees on your report card kind of thing like I feel like mom and dad were pretty good at trying to let us kind of grow up as who we wanted to be instead of forcing us down a certain path as well yeah which I'm very
0: grateful for yeah
1: how about how about you? I mean, we I guess we shared a little bit more on our end already.
0: I have yeah. none of like I didn't really have like oh you have to be like a certain career path or go down a certain road. I didn't get any of that. I didn't really get preferential treatment. Okay, actually, I can't really say that. I really don't know because I'm an only child. There is nobody else in the family. It's I'm the boy and I'm the girl. So like.
1: <laughs> so so do, okay, so do you feel like actually yeah that's a good point though you said oh I'm the boy and the, I'm the girl and I'm the boy so do you I guess well you know like Chinese culture how they kind of like
0: prefer the guys prefer over the guys the, and stuff but I have none of that in my family at least not, it's not like my mom's side of the family who I'm more close with I have none of that if anything it was just my eldest uncle who feels like he should be treated with more preference because he was the oldest son meanwhile like my mom and my uh and the younger uncles are like rolling their eyes, cake whatever kind of thing um but like with my cousins we have none of that
1: so okay but let's say like let's uh, i'm asking in terms of like where you're the only child right it was like kind of um the three of you Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you were treated like a boy to a certain extent in terms of like a Chinese culture or like you're expected to like I guess you know do the heavy lifting or expected I don't know what are the some like I don't know if we're gonna to stereotype this in a family kind of setting but I mean did you feel like you were more like oh like doing maley male stuff or were you still like oh just like your dad would take care of things kind of thing or
0: were um... you expected to
1: I guess yeah do heavy lifting? do the plumbing I think,
0: work like. <laughs> i think it really depends like certain things yes and certain things no so like if it's plumbing i mean i know they probably don't want me to mess up the plumbing because i have no idea how to or work no. it and they're not
1: plumbing uh, or
0: like or like the handy work no i'm definitely not great with that my i mean like i'm sure if i was interested my dad would have shown me how to do it um but like if it's something simple like um i don't know will take out the trash or like go um. Uh. what is it, I shovel the snow, yeah, for sure, like, I'm expected to help, like, there's only mom and dad, and then there's me, like, if mom is at work, dad's home first, or whatever, and then there's me after school, yeah, I'm up there shoveling the snow, you know, Um. but, like, lifting-wise, I
1: think, so, okay, so, yeah, so,
0: sometimes I do it.
1: So, so, when you mentioned, like, shoveling snow and doing those things, did you do a lot of, like, I guess, Say inside house chores, uh, like clean the house. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, now, and, now we're getting really touchy feely, I think, to a certain well, extent. Okay, now here's... But like, <laughs> wash the dishes, wash the clothes, like, clean the toilet, clean the bath, like, those okay, kind of things.
0: Yeah, like, in that sense, I'm definitely not like, uh, like, in that sense, like, I'm treated like, oh, it's like the, like, the, what do they call it? Or did it's you like, not even
1: have to do it? Is it I oh, didn't really
0: have to because it was like, oh, I was treated like, like you know, I'm mom's, like. Or like, my parents, like precious daughter or whatever. Oh, boy, boy,
1: boy. Mm.
0: well, no, well, not exactly, but almost like it's like their own. Well, I guess, okay, I guess you could say that boy, who I was thinking more like it was their little princess kind of thing. You no, know, I've already in that like that. that. Like like I'm stuff still like, that. like
1: that. Okay,
0: but like so so it's like a yes and a no. For
1: okay, being
0: so, treated as a guy or a girl.
1: Okay, so. Let's, let's stay on this point in terms of yeah like you and you and your, your family um did you feel like now now going down it seems like they didn't um specifically like push you a certain way mm-hmm. but did you looking up preferred I guess a particular parent let's say like or like who do you feel like <laughs> is more like that raised you kind of thing like
0: ahhoo oh. What's like or,
1: or or is is it kind of or do you feel equal like equal amount of love from both your parents kind of thing?
0: Ooh, I that's mean, tough because of my
1: knowing that they may be also listening to this podcast.
0: Oh no, they're definitely <laughs> not. They're they're gonna be like, what English? <laughs> no, um, it, it's that's not an easy answer for sure because of the situation around my family. So, uh, when I was in Hong Kong, uh, I mainly grew up actually with my grandparents on my mom's side so my papa and my gong gong
1: okay so, so is it because it was like a working family kind of yeah, thing yeah
0: so mom okay, and dad cool. were working i was really young so mom and dad decided to uh leave me with grandma and grandpa um just
1: to, just to be taken care of kind of like yeah, child yeah. care just because they have to go out to work yeah yeah mm-hmm. so
0: like i even went through like preschool kindergarten with my like living with my grandparents i didn't actually move back home and live with my like uh, parents at least full-time until I was going into grade one so but then from then on it was always mom and dad and me and then we had like a helper as well but uh, in those I guess age or in the age that where I was still in Hong Kong before I moved here like yeah there's no like oh mom raised me or dad raised me because they were both working um, did I have a preference? Uh, that depends on the situation we're in. Like, you know, mom probably has, like, is, mom is probably more strict with me, to be honest. Like, in terms of, like, homework and stuff. Whereas, whereas dad is a little more easygoing sometimes. Until, until that one time my mom actually ended up in hospital, uh because she had to do like a minor surgery and she couldn't be home yet and then dad suddenly went all stricter on me and i'm like what happened
2: okay i wonder if they had like a good good cop bad cop situation agreed to and then like when bad cop left it's like okay gotta crack down (laughs)
0: uh i don't know because apparently i complained to mom about how dad turned and and she just laughed at me um but yeah, but after moving here, uh, so moving to Canada. Yeah, after moving to Canada, like in the earlier years, there's no like, no, not much difference from when we were in Hong Kong. Um, but like after my dad had his stroke back when I was in, I'd have to say grade seven, grade eight. I don't remember exactly anymore. Then it's basically mom just taking care of the entire family. Dad doesn't really do much anymore like he he isn't able to like like it's great if he can just take care of himself like Mm. on a daily basis so like it becomes quote-unquote mom raised me in that sense
2: did you feel like after your dad's situation like did it make you grow up faster than you like would have if definitely it didn't
0: happen kind of situation It definitely did like oh. a lot of stuff that like other, I guess other children of my age at that time would have been able to enjoy or like, um, have, like, I didn't, I didn't have any of that and neither did I, uh, w- like I didn't even, um, say or like mention that, oh, I really want this or that, even though i might like actually wanted it. So mm-hmm. it's like, I know it's not going to be feasible or like reasonable to, um, uh, ask for that sort of thing so i just didn't
2: oh yeah i find that it that's really difficult because um like speaking from not personal experience but like seeing other friends go through certain situations and like watching them having to grow up like super quick because of whatever may have happened to the family it's like i feel like it changes a person And, like, family dynamics can change really quickly
0: when family
2: things, like, happen.
0: For sure it does. It does. And I'm sure, like, that's something that happens, too, like, any family in any culture, too, right? Like, when something drastic happens, it's obviously going to affect some... some, uh, to a certain level of, like, family dynamics with the people involved.
2: Yeah. Hmm. But, like, also, I find that Asian cultures have the tendency to be more family oriented and i don't know if it's fair to say that but it's just like a growing up when you see i guess adult asian people not kids kids young adults let's say and like if they're not married a lot of them are typically still living at home until like i would say an older age than what like a typical like let's say like caucasian family would have kids move out like when they hit university or after university, they would already be moving out or whatever. But a lot of the times in like Asian culture where I don't know if it's expected of us to take care of our parents or it just doesn't seem to happen that I don't see a lot of Asians moving out like right after college or whatever. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I think it's, I guess that, I mean, Maybe maybe this came up to light in terms of that whole like global pandemic situation that came up, but um, I realized like a lot of people were talking about like oh certain especially here in like the GTA Toronto area, there are a lot of people that were hard hit or a lot of areas that were hard hit were areas that had multi generational families in a specific unit, like, like a yes household? yeah like in a household like multi yeah multi generational household where it's like oh like yes i mean for pandemic purposes not good because you have so many people together but at the same time it made i guess made a lot of things come to light in terms of like yeah it made me at least realize like oh yeah this is true like a lot of asian families um i mean if we're gonna say like i guess a lot of like indians like those i guess those are the hardest hit like areas but it was like
0: southeast asian in general you're southeast uh...
1: asians where it's like oh, like, it's a huge family. I don't, I mean, it can also be, like, money problems or, or whatnot, right? Just because of the housing and like, other factors. But when you think about it, I think a lot of it is also, like, oh, like, oh, we need to take care of grandma or take care of, like, you know, my parents and stuff. And then usually they're all kind of together in the same house. I know, like, a couple of our other relatives, um, when they got married, it's like, oh, the, the parents stay with them, Right. Where it's they're like expected to to a certain extent of taking care of the parents, etc., in the same house, um, versus say in a more westernized culture, I feel like a lot of like the parents kind of like, oh, they have their own house, let's go to grandma, and grandpa, or let's go to grandma and pops or something as a house thing, and then they like live separately. I feel like, I mean, to, to a certain extent, I, I feel like it's expected of us, like even like in Chinese culture, where if you marry. You're expected, like traditionally you marry into the family, right? Where it's like, oh, like you marry, like, yeah, I love you as one person kind of thing. But at the same time, when I got married, at least I expected at least like not necessarily to live with <laughs> live by, like, uh, in-laws. my in-laws. But it's like, oh, like I'm part of their family. It's like, you know, I, I married the family the, like person, but also the family. So to a certain extent, it's more connected, I think. Where it's like, you know, yeah, you don't separate with your family as much, or there's not, or you're expected more to contribute to family, even though you may have grown up.
0: Mm -hmm. I definitely think that has to do with culture, too, because, like, I think uh, back in the days, that's like, maybe it's also like the same with Asian, like, with the Southeast Asian culture as well, but, like, um, at least for the Chinese culture. When you, like, like say, like, a girl marries into, like, um, a, a guy's family, right? The guy usually is already living with, like, his parents or, like, his grandparents in his household. They're, yeah, like, taking usually. care
1: of them kind yeah, of thing. So yeah,
0: so it's, like, one generation takes care of the generation before kind of thing. So they all kind of live in the same household. And when the girl marries into the family, she stays with the the guy's family so the husband's family and then um so on and so forth as their generation goes and like i guess in a sense when like they like when when that's kind of ingrained in our culture and then when we try to move like when we immigrated to like another country such as canada um like where they were suddenly in this like western culture where like they're used to living separately but but that whole it's like it's in our dna that we need to like continue living with like our our our, uh older generation so we end up getting like being all in the same household and that's why you have like a house with maybe like three generations of the family in there
1: Mm
2: -hmm. yeah
0: so yeah that could be a thing too and obviously like like, houses in, like, Asia for, like, those multi-generation families would most likely be a lot bigger than, like, say, a standard house in Canada. Hmm. Are they? Well, oh, well, yes.
2: okay. I Maybe. guess, like, in China, yes, but, like, Hong Kong, not no, as not much. Hong Kong, Hong Hong Kong doesn't have Hong enough Kong. space. No, yeah, oh, you're right.
0: Oh, yes. Okay, for true. China, like, um... Uh,
2: Oh, like the ancestry houses—is that what yeah, it's called? Yeah, 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 Oh,
0: Joel, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. They have different courtyards and like different wing would be for like different, like generation of the family or like a different uh, child of the family and their family kind of thing. So, yeah, guess... I'm like
2: thinking back to olden day, like the old period dramas, and like yeah, how no, it's actually it's under actually the thing
0: because uh, my dad is part of the his he has a Zhou, oh in shoot what is that where is that um shoot it's it's slipping my mind but anyways he um like he so like he has other um siblings there and like each of like the sibling has like different parts of the jewel, Oak or like has claims to a different part of the jewel. whether they actually live there or not, that's a different story, right? But mm. yeah, that's it's it's still a thing.
1: That's interesting. So that brings us on to the fun fact of the day. The
2: day, the day, the day, the day.
1: So, if you didn't know already, in Chinese culture, there are various ways to uh, honor the Chinese family members, and especially in title-wise. So we have the simplest of apa or mom and dad, right? But once you start extending that family tree, it becomes pretty gosh darn complicated when compared to the Western culture. So. In English, let's see. in the Western culture, you mainly have to just keep track of two things. When it comes to the family, all you have to really keep track of is probably generation and gender. So, for example, it'll be grandma or grandpa. Grand is your parents' uh, mother or father. Um, and then for, uh, you might even say like, but it doesn't necessarily state whether it's your mom's mom or your, or your dad's mom. They're both grandma, right?
2: Yeah, so and then your paternal and
1: maternal, maternal. parents. And then are it gets even easier initiated. because a cousin can be any family member who's a son or daughter of one of your parents' siblings. So a cousin can be, oh, I don't know. It could be your mom's sister's kid or your dad's brother's kid. Doesn't matter, they're just cousins, right? But yeah, in Chinese things become a lot more nuanced. In addition to keeping track of generation and gender, things such as maternal or paternal lineage, so mom or dad side, relative age, uh, and married versus blood child or blood uh, related by blood is also considered in each term. So it becomes super complicated because say for example, um, for grandparents, we have four terms. One is for the father's mom, the father's dad, the mother's mom, and the mother's dad. Each of them have a different term, such as mama, yeah, ye, or papa, and kong So those are all specific to specific individuals in your parents' parents' lineage, your grandparents' lineage, versus grandma or grandpa in the western side. And if you mm-hmm. go into cousins... OMG, it becomes at least eight different terms because your dad's brother's son can have a term, your dad's brother's daughter can have a term, your dad's sister, older sister or even younger sister each have a different term too. So let's just say it gets pretty complicated. So
2: yeah. Wait, that's actually really true. Even though we don't have, like, our family specifically, extended-wise, I don't think we have too, too many of the names because, like, we don't have any blood-related uncles on our mom's side or any blood-related aunts on our dad's side. Um, But, like, I do recall people having to figure out, it's like, oh, when you meet this person, what do you have to call them? And then there's, like, a whole discussion of family tree dynamics at that point. And then they'll, like, come up with something and be like, this is what you call them. And I'm like, how many, like, names do I need to put before, like, aunt or uncle? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, in in addition to this complexity, it's very important in Chinese culture to be able to address everyone by the correct kinship as a sign of politeness and respect. So, remember, if you ever date someone that's Chinese or... Perhaps need to impress somebody that is Chinese. Make sure you understand how you call their parents and relatives. And that's the fun fact of the day. The
0: day, the day, the day, the day. That is especially <laughs> important when like, you're getting married and there's all these like extended Chinese family that comes in.
2: Oh, yeah. With a tea ceremony and everything, you oh, have to yeah. know what to call
0: them yeah did
2: you actually rehearse like did you guys have to practice like who you call what no No.
1: um there's actually i guess in a chinese wedding which we not so much talk about weddings later on it's probably a topic for us but we actually had a designated person that would effectively
0: tell you who you're supposed to call this person (laughs)
1: yeah tell us the correct terms for each person so okay they're in charge of effectively like Logistics. Knowing your family tree.
0: Well, not necessarily. It's more of knowing your family's relationship and the proper terms. Yeah,
1: so they fun. know the stuff, and then of course they're also in charge of the logistics in terms of, oh, person so and so, please come and sit down, and then and then they'll whisper to you, this is such and such.
2: Oh, it's like Call personal- that, And
1: then and it- they just do it. And then when you're done, yeah. then it's like they go away, then person two oh. come by, and then like, this is such and such. Also you say reason, it then, oh, that
0: is <laughs> yeah. that is so also cute also the reason why you, you normally would give this person like a nice red pocket afterwards because you know somebody else is taking care of that yeah difficult but usually, job for you. But,
1: yeah in terms of wedding wise for your question yes there i mean you don't I mean no we don't have to remember it but mm-hmm. there is someone that takes care of it to a certain extent
0: just in case
1: and i mean if it becomes complicated you just go westernize and say auntie
0: Uh, true
1: but i feel like uncle such and such or auntie such and such such or something right oh i see
2: yeah because even like okay i'm like not married or anything but i know my boyfriend because our family is so like big on the whole when you enter a household and you have to like call everybody for example yeah so he used to stress a lot whenever we had like family dinners or like family parties And, like, it got to the point where I'm, like, he, or it got to the point where he would ask me, it's, like, can you give me, like, a picture and what I need to call each person in your family? Like, he wanted a whole family tree just so he wouldn't offend anybody for not knowing what to call them.
0: He wasn't the only one who felt overwhelmed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, this brings a really good point in terms of family dynamics, right? I feel like mm-hmm. in Chinese, as and we I briefly mentioned it at least is you know when you marry in when you marry in you marry the family, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I think in Chinese culture, as much as it gets westernized or like for us at least, I, I feel like for our family dynamic or for my family dynamics is very important still to maintain that type of honor system to a certain extent where. Um, If they're an elder to you, like quote unquote elder, uh, like your aunties, grandparents for sure, or your parents, like you give them more respect. Like you, you would never treat them as like someone the same level as you just out of like, yeah, I mean, in regular culture, you wouldn't either. But I think in a lot of instances, even on like things where it's like, oh, we need to teach them about tech or like teach them about certain things. I feel like it's very important that you maintain that kind of um, play field. It's, it's, I mean, in a lot of times where it's like, oh, and I feel like in the Western culture, it's like, oh, you don't know something. I can totally teach you, right? Like, Mm -hmm. say, like work culture or something. um, Like, we're very equal peers, right? doesn't necessarily matter if, like, oh, you're older than me or whatever. If, if, like, in a work culture, like – we're peers like I don't care if you're 20 years older than me if you don't know something I'm gonna teach you and that's it right but like <laughs> uh-huh. I feel like if it was like if I had to go teach my parents or grandparents something I would still it's kind of like ingrained I guess maybe this is actually in every family you you would never necessarily go and be like oh no we're peers now I'm gonna teach you about tech or like I'm better at tech like I know how to use an iPad and you are learning like, you can't even operate your phone, like, and I don't think that ever occurs, and, like, it's very, honor- like, the honor system is kind of very, not honor system, but the, the I don't know, if you, do you guys what I mean, though, in terms of, like, the respect levelage, <laughs> kind of, where you always, for sure, like, you would never break it, like, there's almost, like, there's no point in, or no instance in anything where you would, say, talk back, or, um be yeah more uh, like it's not your place
0: to say certain things at like at certain time even though you might have like in like a fair or reasonable argument your particular view or argument could actually come out to be right or being favored but because of that particular relationship because that person is your elder you just don't say it like Or you don't talk. Yeah, perhaps out
1: of respect kind of Yeah, because
0: it's not your place to Mm. say that. At least it's... Or or at least what you're thinking should not be coming out of your mouth. It should come out of somebody else who is kind of higher Higher up than than you, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like if mom said it, it would have been fine. If I said it, it would have been fine. There's a lot of instances where it's
2: like grandma or grandpa, oh, grandma mostly, since she's the stricter one. Like, she'll (laughs) say stuff and sometimes it's not right. Like she has her assumptions and like she'll mention something and even though it's not exactly right, I kind of just take it because if you say anything back, it seems like you're talking back and that's like a big no-no. So like a lot of times I, I'm i not going to I'm going to not be afraid to admit like I'm scared of grandma, like when she says things sometimes, even if it's not right, I just take it like is it called tongue in cheek or you bite your tongue? uncertain things just yeah. because I'm like I'm not about to like correct her or anything because that would also be seen as disrespectful or like you're talking back to your elders so yeah like there's definitely a uh, I definitely of don't tension to me at least like I am personally scared
0: <laughs> I don't really see that in at least in my family I don't really have that like if somebody has an incorrect fact I make sure I correct them like it's of course you will still do it in like a respectful way not like no you're wrong it's more like actually i think what this reports or what um the news or whatever said it's this it's not what you said it's it's not a it's actually b like the tone of voice makes a huge difference of course it's not like i'm actually trying to disrespect them it's just i'm just trying to correct and like a like a correct a fact that might have been wrong
1: i think fact-based yeah. stuff is easier to go about but if it's anything that's like remotely subjective it becomes a very yeah, big like... it's
0: touchy oh those are those are hard waters to tread
1: yeah i feel like then yeah. it becomes oh, very just... yeah very very like yeah you gotta be careful and like like or just be like oh okay okay
0: yeah they'll definitely have or those just moments take it yeah like i didn't say anything but
1: yeah, like fact, with facts, it's easy because like, oh, it's black and white. You can Google it or whatever, yeah. right? It'll, it'll, It's, it's not going to change, right? But like when it's yeah. something that's like subjective or based off of what they see as their perspective, I guess in your instance, like, like mm-hmm. it, it makes sense to be like, oh, well, you can't really say anything it because it's their perspective. They can't be wrong to a certain extent. So it yeah. becomes Yeah, pretty... definitely been there
2: too. Oh, I actually have a great example of this so like i guess traditionally a lot of like older generation they relate dying your hair to being like a bad person yeah like i guess a delinquent rebel something like that Mm -hmm. and so like even though i'm in like i was in i think my mid-20s or maybe late 20s um i dyed my hair purple and my And then grandma came to visit, and she saw that I dyed my hair. And the first thing she said to me was, what, you think you're cool? Why'd you dye your hair purple? You better cut that off.
1: Shut down. And
2: and then, so, like, she went on a cruise with the family, and, like, that week that she was on the cruise, I freaking, like, booked it to a freaking salon and, like, chopped my hair off because I was scared. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, like, situations like that, like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I kind of think it's cool but obviously i wouldn't say that to grandma because she'd be like oh now you're talking back
1: <laughs> so do you think that's more on your sense like more like res- like you did it out of respect or you did it out of like i mean to some extent it, you could say that it was out of respect because you respect her that much right or yeah. was it more yeah. of like just straight up fear
0: It sounded like fear.
1: (laughs) Because, yeah, yeah, it sounds...
0: That is true. I think I'm, like... I am
2: fearful of what would happen if I didn't respect her wishes. Mm. So I guess it was more driven by fear, but it's more... And it's also... I don't want to know what the consequence is of not listening to her. (laughs) So I... Maybe you're right. Maybe more fear than respect. But still, it's a fear of
1: disrespecting her wishes. (laughs) It's,
0: like, ingrained in our, like... In our head. That's the lie.
1: Yeah, but that makes it really interesting. Like, the way you responded was the fear of not respecting, right? Yeah. So, I guess for family dynamics, is respect king in, I guess, for our culture? I mean, for, for Chinese culture, I feel like it's 100%. But yeah. on, like, I'm not clearly 100%. I'm not saying that like, the Western culture does not respect parents whatsoever. Like, that is far from the truth. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of instances where you respect your parents, respect your elders in Western culture too. But I feel like it's a lot more relaxed than, say, in a Chinese context. So Mm -hmm. I guess my question would be, do you feel like being a jokhseng or being westernized Chinese... How big does the Western culture play into your view on things in respect to family? Is it... I mean, it's going to be hard to quantify, especially when we're brought up differently within these cultures, right? But do you think it's, I guess, influenced dramatically in your life by Western ideals and ideology? Or do you feel like it's more more influenced by the Chinese aspect, let's just say, for yourself? So it could be 50-50, I guess, if you really want to quantify it, but I feel like it's pretty hard to put numbers to it. But how much of, I guess, Chinese versus Western culture do you feel like within your family is influenced with it?
2: Um, Personally... I would think I would say like seventy-five percent Chinese, twenty-five no, percent Western.
0: Much, huh?
2: Okay. Western, the dynamics of Western is as I get older as well. It's like I feel like I'm getting closer to mom and closer to her aunts. So sometimes like the things that typically you wouldn't bring up, I'm becoming more open to bringing up with like aunts and like mom and I guess like one generation gap above but like I also say Chinese because I follow all the naming conventions (laughs) uh growing up I've never called my parents by their first name like I know our cousins tried to do that once and it was strange hmm. and I feel like our mom or dad would not I don't think they would take kindly to us calling them by their first name. As I know, like, many Caucasian families have that tendency. Like, after a certain age, they don't say mom or dad anymore. I believe they go by, like, first names. Oh, really?
1: I've never heard of that.
2: Really? Because, like, um...
1: I didn't know it was after a certain age, I guess.
2: I feel like it's, like, a... I don't know if it's set, like, oh, you are this old. You may call me by my first name now. But I've, like, noticed... That there are more Caucasian families where they go off by a first name basis.
0: Because
1: okay, okay, our cousin
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. legit like came home from I think a white friend's house and was like started calling our aunt by her first name because she's like, Oh, my friend does it at their place, so I'm gonna start calling you by your first name too. <laughs> and then she was just like, Oh hell nah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so yeah, like I like, that part is something that I always found really interesting when people call their parents by their first names, and I'm like, oh, I do not think that would be taken kindly in an Asian household.
1: Okay. How about, how about, how you, about Tina? you, Tina?
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't have a clear answer for you, to be honest. Because even, like, growing up, like, yeah, we... Like, we're Chinese family, but, like, a lot like from thing is with from my parents generation at least my mom's generation they were already affected by like the western culture because my great grandmother used to work for a western household back in the days in hong kong like when hong kong was still like british hong kong and like they had a lot of westerners with like money and stuff so like my great grandmother actually worked um for one of those kind of families so like maybe like your, your parents would have grown up like um eating like kanji and like outside for like breakfast or whatever like my my mom grew up having butter and toast for breakfast so like for me it's not that clear cut because it's i'm already what like third generation and with that sort of influence so i I can't really say it like but at the same time it's like I call all of my uncles and aunts by like their proper honorific names or titles so hmm. but it's funny because my cousin my baby, so he is my mom's younger brother's kid when he um, so when he uh, caught his younger brother calling me just by like, Asuta. He was like, No, you have to call her, I Don't call her Asuta. And I'm like, It's fine. So, in, in that sense, it's like, I think it just depends on the family and like the person in the family. Because meanwhile, I'm like, your are fa- It's fine. You can call me Asuta. I don't really care. Because that's what my other cousin, like um, Biomui, who lives in Canada as well, calls me. She just calls me Asuta. Same with her younger brother. But like on the other hand, my 比尔街 in Hong Kong and eh, like he makes it a point to make sure he calls him—he calls me 比尔街 mm. and make sure his younger brother calls me that too. Hmm.
2: hmm. Interesting. Wait, that actually reminds me of something that happened when we were young, but I'll bring it up after. John, what do you think of our percentages?
1: <laughs> well, see, the thing is, when you said 75, 75 Chinese, 25 mm-hmm. like 25 western for you i found that i was like whoa really but to a certain extent i feel like i, I feel almost opposite in terms of 75 westernized and then maybe 25 percent chinese oh, okay and but i think it comes with an asterisk in terms of what i mean because it's Clearly, we grew up in a Western culture and for sure, like growing up in San Francisco, moving to Canada and whatnot, like it's all fully Western. Right. And you there's no denying that we grow up with Western ideology in that sense of like let's say like oh you grow up you have a family with the with the house and the white picket fence with two two and a half kids and a dog right like the, the, the american dream right and oh, you just had two and a half kids <laughs> well that's the, that's yeah, the, american the american dream the american dream is like a single house uh a wife two and a half kids and dog and that like that's the american dream kind of set right like half? two and a half is, the, is like the the approximation and approximation
2: oh okay i was oh, like sure. yeah. Two half a, yeah i was, so I was like physically how do you have two or, and or
1: half? the half a kid is the dog okay okay that's what i was thinking <laughs> i was <laughs> thinking
2: too and then, then you're like with oh
0: the dog my, i'm oh.
1: like what yeah no yeah. so okay, like i, I mean the idea is like yeah we grew up in the western world or western culture western world uh, Western world, sure mm-hmm. um And 100%, I feel like we're trying really hard, at least for me, I try really hard to wrap in the Chinese culture. Like I feel like as much as I can, I want the Chinese culture so desperately to just like stick to it and to keep it and be respectful and be able to incorporate it into my life because I'm Chinese, right? Mm -hmm. And like we, we try it through various aspects of say the name name calling or the, the name terms the terminology right or mm-hmm. speaking chinese at home or learning the cult learn, uh, learning the language right going back to asian culture to experience our roots etc but at the end of the day most of my life is quote-unquote westernized right okay okay and i feel like it's like to a certain extent where i feel like like everything i do is so western like my hobbies are not chinese related like it's like everything i do on a daily basis on a week is so non chinese I mean, it's, it's hard to say like like i'm interested in board games legos like all these things i'm interested in which one is actually chinese like like in culture right
0: i don't think it's, i have any other like,
1: it's not like oh I like go play mahjong every weekend or something or oh, like just that that or I go that like yamta, right or like basically like I mean yes it, there is res- like quote unquote restrictions in terms of like oh we, we're not in China like they don't have like these facilities they don't have these like things for us to practice these cultural things that people do like going to yam or going to uh, I don't know like play gu zhang or whatever right like, like Chinese instruments like like that type of culture it's very hard to incorporate and you have mm-hmm. to take an actual effort to apply it into your family I feel like at least for when you're growing up in a Western culture so for me I feel like we're trying really hard to shove Chinese back into Western world into the Western culture because it's our heritage and we don't want to let go of it unless it's like oh Chinese New Year's where it's become something that's like oh more normal, well, not normalized at all, but it's available, more widely available, more recognized kind of thing. Then you kind of t- it's like, oh, then I can like show it off to the world. But aside from that time period of, of the calendar year, it becomes more like you have to, have to put effort. And it doesn't just come naturally kind of thing.
0: I don't think it does yeah. for anyone, even in people who live in China. Like, I don't think they go randomly and play Guzang every so often. Not everybody knows how to play like, well, that either. Yeah. Like, I think it also has to do with the fact that like the world itself has been modernized, and a lot of those like the cult, quote unquote culture that you speak of, or at least you're trying to like incorporate back. I don't think it becomes like a daily thing for some mm-hmm. anymore. Yes, we retain some of that, like going out for like a weekly dim sum thing, or on the weekend or something right like that that's a that's a thing that we're still doing in the modern world But like it's not like anyone's gonna randomly cite like like like, uh was a recite poetry out of the blue kind of thing either
1: yeah you know what i I mean i think i think in in terms of family dynamics i don't know i I feel like it's hard to I, i don't feel like we have that many chinese ideals that are influenced maybe it's just me or maybe i just don't I guess know enough other cultures or other families. I think maybe,
2: I think the way I understand the question is different than the way you are framing, like your answer. Okay. Like to me, it's just like family dynamics, as in like how we interact with our parents and stuff, not necessarily like daily life of inclusive of Chinese traditions.
1: Maybe maybe it's also because I don't necessarily live with my parents anymore. I, I just live with my wife, and we're in our own condo. So everyday life feels like. I, I guess I don't feel like Chinese. I guess to a certain extent.
0: What do you want me to do then? Like, not, well, the thing is, like for me, there's no difference between like living here with you compared to living with my when I was living with my parents and that daily sort of life. Mm. So I don't, I don't really know what you're t- saying, know. trying maybe, to say. I Maybe for me to
1: actually make a valid comparison I have to move back, move to China or Hong Kong and live there for a year and I'll let you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe. Like, uh, it doesn't change like, our interactions.
1: Yeah, if that's what, if that's
0: yeah. what you're trying to say, like, at least how I understand it, there's no, not that big of an in- interaction other than, like, sure, if I'm talking to my mom, I might be speaking Cantonese more than English. That's it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just... I feel like it's very, at the end of the day, I feel it's very, like, I want more Chinese culture in my life to a certain extent,
0: right? I want
1: to hold on to it and be able to carry it forward and bring it forward to the next generation, if any, right? Mm -hmm. And just to keep it alive and preserve it and whatnot. So, I feel like if I don't do enough, it's going to be really hard to actually, I guess, transfer that knowledge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and I feel like with our generation, especially when you're like grow up, like first, second generation outside of China and stuff, you lose it, I think. Or you, you, unless you really like connect with the elders and stuff, um, I feel like you actually lose more than, say, like traditions and whatnot that say that from other Western cultures. I feel like that stuff gets translated and brought forward a lot more commonly than chinese cultures it's because of the family dynamics where it's like oh the respecting like you give example like oh i can't talk that kind of thing but then you don't may you not know, may or may not necessarily be able to gain an understanding right of the family culture or like what cultural aspects should be brought forward and whatnot you don't get to ask those questions to some extent unless you really make the effort to go be like hey mom can i like talk to you just about this specific thing like how do we do certain things or how are certain things treated for different occasions or scenarios right
2: oh so like in that sense is what I meant like I'm more open to talking to I guess one generation up like I don't mind asking for like what is the right way to do things anymore when yeah. I feel
0: necessary to ask but like... then
2: it also feels like Not everybody knows everything about our culture one generation up.
0: No, everybody has a (laughs) mixed culture. See, which is or, or Or like a mixed knowledge of like, quote unquote, traditional stuff by this point. And that's what I'm saying too. Like it's because it's the evolution of a culture on its own. Like the very ancient traditions gets lost as the world becomes more and more modernized. And you will really only find those very traditional methods or whatever in like maybe ancient text or archives or like history Mm. you know what i mean like and it's probably gonna be the same for other cultures too maybe
1: maybe in my head then i'm maybe putting too much or giving too much credit to our upper generations yeah (laughs) that they are the treasure trove of culture and knowledge of chinese aspects perhaps they actually know a lot less than i actually yeah. give them credit for <laughs>
0: but like another thing yeah. though because is no, also like a respect thing respecting well that and also like the like in your case with like trove of cultural knowledge you have to keep in mind also that china as a country itself is big and there are many many different regions just because you're Family is Chinese doesn't mean that they know all the different ways yeah. or region uh, 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 traditions themselves. Like, I'm sure a different region has different traditions.
1: Yeah, there's no exact guidebook, no, I like, guess. There's no, like, You're Chinese. right or wrong. Your Chinese follow these steps to be Chinese.
0: There's none of that.
1: Like, <laughs> I guess maybe that's, that's what I'm hoping for. It's like a simplified guide. There is none. <laughs> or, or something where there is like, hey, scenario A do this. You're Chinese.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I don't realize like a a playbook. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's, uh, which is unfortunate, but uh, Hey, at least we're doing this podcast and getting out our knowledge, at least sharing, at least what we know so far, which is
0: not much. (laughs) I
1: mean,
2: it's not much. And it might actually not be right. Like we're only going based off of what we know. What if we've been told something wrong the whole time? We would never know that.
1: (laughs) It's okay. That's, I guess that's how you know, right? If you do it once, it's fun. You do it twice. It's, Oh, it's recurrence. If you do it three times, it's tradition. (laughs) Sure. So so what, what did you want to bring up? What did you want to bring up first, Ferris Angelina?
2: Ah, so like, Asunto was talking about how like it was very, very strict about like her cousins in Hong Kong calling her by the right honorific title or whatever, as even a cousin. Um, I recall a situation when we were in grade school. I think I was in kindergarten and you were in third, no, second grade? Maybe my first grade and your third grade. But basically, in school, I Grew up only calling you gogo, go, which means like older brother in Chinese. And I recall specifically, I used to chase you down and just like pretty much be yelling gogo, gogo, go, even at school. And like, there was that one point where you turned to me and was like, stop calling me gogo, go. it's embarrassing. And I just looked at you and I was like, I don't know what to call you. <laughs> and you're like, just call me John, like everybody else does. And then like, ever since then, I think I kind of like, avoided calling you anything at school because I was like he doesn't want me to call him Goko but I can't like I feel wrong if I call him John so I started like freaking out internally about like what to call you (laughs) (laughs) and I had that issue for I think maybe like a couple of years while we were at the same school
1: (laughs) I see there was a traumatic event in your lifetime Uh,
2: Bro, there's a lot of traumatic events you have put me through, (laughs) let's be real. (laughs) But regardless, you are my
1: brother. I must must honor you. But first, let's just state that I just want to clarify that message. Yes, I put her through a lot of traumatic events in her lifetime, but those were not permanent damage. I'm pretty sure it was all fun and games. So let's just put it at that. None. One specific
2: situation that, (laughs) fine, not permanent, but (laughs) real traumatic.
1: Well, we'll take that offline. I'm sure it was nothing.
2: (laughs) Hmm. DM me if you want to know what it
1: is. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, with that, I mean, I think... uh, Yeah, you can continue to honor me by calling me Coco, it's fine. I I, I give you the green light because at least now in this day and age, I feel like we need to keep as much of our bamboo star knowledge within within at least between uh, our family dynamics and uh, how we kind of grow up because I think we need more Chinese culture, if anything.
0: That just totally reminded me of how my mom told you not to call her by that specific title. Oh, yeah, that is also true. My parents parents would tell me, it's like, oh,
2: make sure you don't call Asunta's parents, like, auntie and uncle anymore. They have, like, their own honorific system now. And then, like, the first time I had to call your parents, I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't remember. Like, the exact, I think, like, the way you should say it. So, like, I was, like, mixing the characters around.
0: Yeah, my mom was like, oh, my God, can you please tell her to stop calling me that?" <laughs> but I can't. I'm not allowed to. Apparently my not. My parents But told my me. mom is, like, cringing as she's hearing it. It's hilarious, really. But, yes. but yeah.
1: But, anyways... I, I think this was a great podcast in terms of being able to at least share a little bit of our knowledge of dynamic or lack thereof <laughs> knowledge with family dynamics and hopefully with our listeners we've shared a little bit more information um and spark conversation about, you know, perhaps how do you call your parents? How do you I guess you and your Chinese relatives, um, or even friends' Chinese relatives and stuff like that, like, how does that work? I I'm really interested, at least, to see how much the Western culture has influenced um, other people that are in our same shoes as well. Um, But until then, you can honor honor me by calling me Panda John.
2: What? Why Panda John?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast and you're interested in letting us know, you know, there could be... I mean, people are called pandas here in this group, so... Might as well. You can call me Panda John
2: or Master Panda
1: John if you really want. No,
2: definitely
0: not Master Panda (laughs) John. Oh, dear
2: Lord. Okay, yeah, you can call me Panda Angelina then.
0: Guess I'm Panda Tuna then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And to all you other fellow listeners or our pandas of Panda Nation in this Bamboo Star (laughs) Podcast, This is uh, Panda John. Uh, I thank you very much for listening to us for this uh, week's podcast. Uh, Keep an eye out for our following podcasts coming out uh, weekly. Uh, And we are reachable by Instagram or Twitter. Uh, Hopefully those accounts are still going strong. We'll see what happens uh, when this episode is released. Um, But yeah, until next week, um, that's it for me. And I thank you all. Signing out, the BS Podcast. Bye! The Bamboo Star Podcast is an independent production in hopes of documenting our thoughts and experiences as Chinese individuals growing up in a Western culture. This podcast is co-hosted by Angelina, Asunta, and myself, Jonathan Hahn, with editing done by Irina Chung. We thank you, the listener, for lending us your ears for this episode. We would love to hear your thoughts and views on this topic as well. Feel free to connect with us and the community on Twitter and Instagram at Bamboo Star Pod. Alternatively, Any lengthier replies or comments can be sent to us at bamboostarpodcast at gmail.com.